aside from a house or a car specifically, what is the most expensive thing you own? Wendy? A car. Name an animal with three letters in its name. Alligator. Name something that's better than being rich. Four. Besides a bird, something in a birdcage. Hamster. Something that comes with a summer storm. Snow. Something Russia is famous for, Bob. Russians. Something a burglar would not want to see when he breaks into a house. Rob. Naked grandma. Reason you might stay indoors on a beautiful day. Because it's raining. Name something you might buy that could turn out to be phony. Yeah, a horse. Name a time that most people get up. In the morning. A time most people go to bed. At night. This is the 7 at 11 on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Uh, always good stuff from Jason Wildey, and this is fascinating. You know, we're talking about Josh Hader a lot today and thinking about the save in general. Um, it's amazing. So Josh Hader is 30th. If you look uh, since 2010, where, where, uh, where saves are. And, you know, he, he's only played since 2017, so it's understandable. I didn't realize John Axford is actually 19th on the list since 2010 in saves. Never, John Axford? Like, I don't know. They're, they're uh, like, it's crazy to me. So l- let me give you the top seven saves from 2010 to now. Number seven, Jonathan Papelbon. Okay, Kyle, you remember him, right? Red yeah, Sox. Boston Red Sox. Yeah, Boston. He 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 was only uh, around till 2016, but he's still number seven on this list. Didn't he get traded to the Brewers? Um, did he finish with the Brewers? You're probably right, but no, no, he was Philly and Washington, no Brewers. Uh, Maybe it was video game. I'm thinking here. <laughs> I traded for him. You traded for him. Ah, oh, baby. Greg Holland. Is sixth on this list. Greg Holland? Greg Holland. Oh, Greg Holland. Yes, the Rockies, right? 220 saves with the Royals, briefly with the Rockies, um, had Uh, 41 saves in that year with the Rockies. That was his one year with the Rockies. And and somehow that's how I remember. And he had 41 saves. The Royals were his biggest years. I mean, that's number six. Number five, Fernando Rodney. Oh yeah, Fernando Rodney. He that's a couple of the roller coaster. His ERA yep. probably isn't the best. Number four, Mark Melancon. Yeah, Pirates. Is, did he play for Pirates? Number four since 2010. He played with the Yankees for two years, the Astros for two years, the Red Sox for one year, the Pirates for three and a half years, Washington for a half a year, the Giants for three years, Atlanta for two years. Sheesh. He bounced around. Look at this. This this is proving our point, Craig. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so that's that's there. Then number three, Araldus Chapman. Oh yep, yep. Um, number two, Ken Lee Jansen. Yep. And number one, Craig Kimbrell. Yep. Okay. 
So if you really look over the last 12 years, there's, I mean, and, and again, some guys like Edwin Diaz, you know, who's now tearing it up with the Mets, but who was struggling right before. There aren't many guys who've actually been consistent, right, as a closer over an extended period of time. And I think that's why people are freaking out a little bit see, I see about it. the Josh Hader thing. I now, see it differently. I feel like it just shows how replaceable that closers can be where you can just find another person to close out games. Hey, Jorge Lopez is a, is a closer for the Minnesota Twins. All right, well, here is your 7 at 11. Who are the seven leading savers in baseball since 2017? Josh Hader. Josh Hader is number seven on the list. Just does sneak in there with 125 saves for Hader at number seven. I I still think uh, you you said Craig Kimbrell. I think he he probably should be on that list, right? Craig Kimbrell is number four on the list with 136 of those saves. In 2017 to 2022. Okay, so Kenley Kenley Jansen, he plays for a good team. And I I feel like he might have lost his closing role, but probably not. So I'm going to go with Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen is number one on the list with 185 saves. All right, so now I gotta now I just gotta think because you know I don't I don't really watch uh, other other baseball teams and the getting the last out, and I feel like it, 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 I feel like I, Chapman's not even in the league anymore. Oh, Craig, this is tough. Chapman's still on the Yankees. Is he still on the Yankees? Yeah. Still their closer? He's not their closer. Oh, he's just on the Yankees. Yeah. When did he lose his uh, closing role, Craig? Kind of sometime in this year. Oh, well, Chapman. Chapman. Our oldest Chapman. Chapman is number five on the list. There you go, Kyle. You have Kenley Jansen one, Craig Kimbrell four, Araldis Chapman five, Josh Hader number seven. Yeah, I probably should have watched the All Star game more because <laughs> then at least I would have known. Because I don't know, like, the, I, I can't think of. Like I, these really the good teams. I don't even know who the closer is for the. Uh, um, I don't know the Yankees closer is this year. No idea who he is. I have no idea. I don't even know who the Red Sox closer. Closers dime a dozen now. There's no. I, I'm, I'm about to tap out. I have no clue who the uh, who this who will be on this list. I, I'm going. I'm drawing a blank on great closers right now. All right. Well, we'll see if anyone else can uh, help you out. 800-990-3776. That's the old national talk and text line. 800-990-3776. Most saves in the last five years in Major League Baseball. We'll see uh, if we can knock that out. It's Kenley Jansen, Craig Kimbrell, Araldis Chapman, Josh Hader are your first Four. We'll see if uh, anyone can uh, knock out the other three. As we continue, it is the 7 at 11 Sunday Karma ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Smart. It's Sunday Karma with Craig Carmenson on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com.
is Josh Hader going to be like the best closer of all time or one of or did the Brewers sell high Kyle so I'm looking at these stats right here and it's looking pretty historic when I'm looking at when I see him I mean so what do you, I mean what do you think is he gonna be one of the best closers ever yeah I just don't believe what he's doing is sustainable because he's 26 27 27. Something like that. I don't even know his age. But I don't believe this is sustainable. Like, he's going to be doing this for the next five years. And that's why I was happy with the Brewers getting rid of him. I just don't see Josh Hader throwing, you know, 100 miles per hour at 32. I think he's gonna his arm is going to gas out. Look what Chapman's arm gassed out, didn't it? He's not as good as he once was, right? Right, but he had a good run. I mean, yeah. so uh, Hader's 28 right now. 28. Do you think Hader's going to be throwing this type of heat and doing the same type of thing at uh, same type of thing at 34 years from now, four seasons from now? Like four full seasons. I don't know that his velocity would be exactly the same, but if he's an elite pitcher, what is he without he, his he'll, velocity? He'll, I mean, if he slows down a mile or two or three, great pitchers find something else to adapt, and he's still a tough. You know, the way he comes around from the left side, he still has a lot of unique things about him. So he's he's been in four All Star games, right? Which you know is one thing. He's won the. Hoffman National League Reliever of the Year Award in 18, 19, and 21. Yeah, he's a beast now. I ain't taking that away from him. He led the league last year in win probability at headed for the National League. You know, so he was basically like the best player in the National League last year. He, this year, had a negative wins against replacement. So even though he started real strong and then had that rough spot, he was an average baseball player this year for the Milwaukee Brewers, if you look at it statistically. Because he they lost more games. They lost as many additional games because of his poor pitching as they won because of his good pitching this year. So I think there's that real question of, was this sustainable? And uh, obviously the Brewers... I don't believe this was... You know, I money's part of it, but I think the Brewers want to win bad enough that if they really believed that he was a difference maker and if they trusted him to be that difference maker, he'd still be on the team. He's replaceable. Most closers are replaceable. I mean, look how many closers we've run through. We've had so many different names that the Brewers had at their closer that got the Brewers to 35 saves, 40 saves. So these guys are very, very replaceable. And even though Josh Hader is a special, special, special arm, special talent, he can be replaced. Somebody else can close out games for the Brewers, and I think they will figure it out by the time we get to the playoff time. Yeah, we've seen all the stats. We've seen, you know, in the last uh, five years, he has the best whip since 2017, wins and uh, walks and hits per innings pitch of anyone in. So I, I have here the uh, you know the seven at eleven, obviously. So we have seven pitchers. But if you go all the way down to the save leaders, you you would have to go all the way down to. Let's see, we might have to go down all the way. So I'm going. I'm looking at the top sixty, and nobody who has that many saves, has a better whip than him, which is walks and hits. I just went through the top 100. So since 2017, he is number one on that list of least walks and hits allowed per inning. I mean, that's pretty, uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, he's, he's an incredible pitcher, an incredible arm. But 
again, we don't know what the sustainability of how great he can be. If he's if he does this for the next five years and he is one of, he's he's one of the greatest closers, I would say, to me of all time. He's not the greatest, but I would think he'll be in that conversation if somebody can go a run of eight to ten years of being one of the most dominant closers that we've seen. Then that that changes the conversation. What would you need to see? For d- to decide that this was a mistake. Is it something that the Brewers would do this year? Like, if the Brewers don't go to the playoffs this year because of their bullpen, was that enough to say this was a mistake? No, I would say it was a mistake if the players that they traded for do not contribute to the team whatsoever. So the the pro- two prospects this that they year, got. No, 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 not, not this year. In the next three years, if, if the pitcher never makes it up, if the, if the center fielder never uh, makes a great impact for the Brewers, because you should be getting impact players, like everyday starters for the Brewers. And the Brewers have some great young talent that are so coming to the pipeline. What if the Brewers don't make the playoffs this year, and then those guys end up being good contributors, having good careers, and the Brewers never win a World Series, but they're solid and they're in the playoffs and in the mix. Was this a trade a success? I don't, I don't know if Josh, I mean if Josh Hader goes and closes out and is a stud and for the San Diego Padres and closes out, yeah, then it, it sucks and that then they get the win. Yeah. But if yeah, and if, that, and that's what I think, right? I think I think you can judge this on some levels this year. If the Brewers don't make the playoffs because of their bullpen, then when you're in a spot with the young arms the Brewers have, and if they don't win, then uh, you got to, on some levels, you know, look at this trade as a negative. When, you know, they didn't have to do this trade now, they could have done it, made a trade in the offseason. His worth would have been less. Absolutely, and I think they would have traded him the last two off seasons if they'd gotten uh, fair value for him, in their opinion, or unfair value in their opinion. So, I think you know, I think it's a big move. I I think it's the right move, but I think there's there still could be downside of this move, and you know, and and we'll also see what Josh Hader is right for the next three four years, because if seven years from now his arm's not great, that's nothing, right? But if over the next three years he's still that best closer in baseball, then I think at that point it's a mistake. If you're still if these prospects don't turn out to be good and contributors, and you don't find a consistent closer to replace them, then yeah, and and then Josh Hader goes on and has three great years, then yeah, you lost the trade. But how, again, how many is, how many pitchers do you need ultimately to win a World Series, right? So if you have potentially three or four even dominant starters. You have Devin Williams. You have Boxberger and some other guys who could get hot. And you had Hayter. You had the chance, if you believed in all of them, to add a bat or two and win a World Series. And instead, they subtracted Hayter. They added a bunch of other people. And this is what they're going with. I just think the Brewers, to be honest, the Brewers don't believe they can win the World Series this year. They see what else is out there, and they just don't believe they can win the World Series this year. But they do have some, I'm telling you, they have some young, great starters that we have already seen, and they have some really good talent coming up through the pipeline. The, how could you watch the Braves win the World Series and or the Nationals win the World Series Who and did, not believe you have a chance to win the World Series? Those those teams, I mean, I can't, the, the Nationals by themselves had a whole bunch of talent after talent. They had talent. The Brewers don't have like star-studded bats in this lineup. And granted, I used to trade for some, but the Brewers don't have that. But I think in the pipeline, they have some guys that could end up being some really solid contributors in the future. And so that's why I think the Brewers are looking ahead. Because listen, 
I'm a Brewers fan. You know, I love my Brewers. Yeah. We're not winning the World Series this year, Craig. We not. It wasn't going to happen. But, but the Braves would have been saying that right no, now but the Braves, at the same the, time. No, but, but there's a difference, though. The Braves have really good talent. The Braves had a Freddie Freeman. The Braves had a, 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 a Acuna. Acuna. The Braves I mean, had. But they, Albies, they had, but half their guys were hurt. But, but and they, they still but, wanted. But the, the Braves the Braves had a squad. You can't look at the Brewers lineup and say, oh, yeah, that, that young guy right there. Oh, this come team on, being together. No, Going the, into that series against the Braves, we all thought the Brewers were going to win that series yeah, against of course. the Braves. The Brewers, were, the Brewers were playing well last year. They played well. But the, the Brewers Bra- were favored, right? And, and we saw what ended up happening. And all I'm saying is the Brewers don't have the talent in the lineup for star-studded bats. They just don't have it. Christian Yellows is supposed to be that guy, and he's not that guy. As our friend Bob called in, Adamas, hey, I like I like Willie Adamas, but hey, is Willie Adamas really that guy hitting 232? Brewers offense does not have that guy. That, and that's they what don't I'm, have that guy. But the, the Braves had that, not that guy. The Braves had that guy. The uh, the Nationals had that guy. The Dodgers had that guy. The Brewers just don't have that guy. So you you they know they recognize real recognize real and they recognize this team ain't gonna win. So we might as well get what we can to build for the future because the time is going to come, Craig. It's going to come. Your pitchers are very young. You can keep those pitchers here. In the next three years, we're going to have a lot of great young bats. They just moved, I want to say, three guys up to uh, AAA that are all bats that are on the cusp of being in the major leagues. Do you think So you think the Nationals had that guy? That year? Yeah. I, didn't they have like Rendon? They had Rendon. They uh, had, was Soto was on that team. They had no? Soto. Soto. Yeah, and then they had... Um, um, they had Trey Turner. Trey, yeah, yeah, like they had they had a, a great team, really good bats. And even uh, what's this called? Wasn't Wright still on the team? Not Wright. Who was their third baseman? Ryan Zimmerman. Zimmerman was no, still on the but team. He oh, wasn't, no, he, he wasn't, wasn't playing. Oh, oh I mean, I'm, I'm just saying he was there, just, but he wasn't. Nah, he wasn't great leadership. Balling. We talk. We talk about. We talk about the locker room. We just yeah. the, Devin Williams is all sad because he lost his best friend. So I mean, I'm just saying, like they these teams were better suited. And they had Steven Strasburg and Max Scherzer, which didn't hurt. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. They, they, they did. But what I'm saying is this Brewers team had a legitimate chance to win the World Series before this trade, in my opinion. Because I still think you can see a few pitchers get hot and the Brewers had that bullpen. What, ha- what the answer is going to be after this trade of if the Brewers could still win the World Series is if they figure it out. What Craig Council has done every single year... Every single year is by September. He figures it out. Like people talk about, oh, Knebel, he was so great. Like there were times where Knebel's like in the minor leagues at this point, and then somehow he was great by September. My exact point. We right, just, and I'm just with you on that. I'm with you on that. I I understand the fear. I understand the 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 criticism. What I'm saying is. If we look at history, they will figure out the bullpen by the time they get to the postseason. Now, they've always had Hayter as part of that. I get it for the last five years, six years to help figure that out. But they have always figured it out. And to me, if the Brewers don't win the division, if the Brewers don't advance, it's not going to be because of their starting pitching. It's not going to be because of their bullpen. It's going to be because of their lineup. Preach! That's what I'm saying, That is what's going to happen. So... We'll uh, talk more about everything with you as we continue. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. I 
It's Sunday Karma with Craig Carmenson on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. All right, we never uh, got back to our 7 at 11 last segment because we were getting into this Josh Hader stuff. Uh, we do have this 7 at 11 out there, which is looking for the top seven savers of. Uh, is that a word? Savers? Because well, it's, it's not closers. It's actually it's actual saves. So the uh, the top seven Major League Baseball players in saves over the last five years since uh, 2017 as we, uh, as we talk uh, Josh Hader and this trade. Very interesting to look at as, uh, as Kyle started out, Kenley Jansen, uh, Craig Kimbrell, Araldis Chapman, and Josh Hader on the list. We have four looking for seven more. The number that gets you in, 800-990-ESPN. That is 800-990-3776. Um, let's, uh, you know, let's get right to the phones, and we'll talk to Lucas. You're on Sunday Karma. Morning, Lucas. Morning. Uh, All right, uh, let's try Ed- Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz. He is uh, right there on the list. Well done. I mean, that guy, by the way, is scary. He's got the uh, the top. He's striking out over half the people that he faces, uh, which is absolutely uh, ridiculous. Um, but it's, it's weird, though. Um, he was a guy who was not... Uh, People weren't feeling very confident in him, so that's we're, I'm, I say that because it's a prelude to the conversation we're going to continue to have on uh, Josh Hader. Okay, yeah, so he is on the list. Only two players remain on our list. Ah, shoot. Okay. Um. So Josh is already gone, right? Yep. Josh Hader and... was number seven. Chapman's in there, too. Yep, so Jansen uh, 1, Diaz 2, Kimbrel 4, Chapman 5, and Josh Hader 7. Looking for two people left on the list. Dang it. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely drawing a blank. All right, you can My leave name it. is pulling out names from 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Like Billy Wagner. Yep, it is. he is not on the list. Corey Knable is number 21 on the list if you pull out some uh, Brewers past names. All right, so Lucas, what do you got on this trade? Okay, so I think that the, the biggest thing about this is, like, people doubted the trade for, uh, like, Eric Lauer, the swap with Zach Davies, and then uh, we ended up with uh, a comp a really good fourth starter. Eric Lauer has been an absolute stud. Arias has been great. I just don't see us getting the return here. And there were bats that were available that really could have bolstered the lineup. You guys are talking about like the bats that like the Nats had, or, you know, we have a big three, we have a bullpen. If they were willing to give like uh, a go all in and give like two top 10 prospects, I think we could have got like, I don't even know we would have get, needed to give that to get Brandon Drury or, or someone like that just to, like, get an outfielder that can hit above 220. A professional hitter, right? That's what you're looking for, a, a professional, professional hitter. A professional hitter. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, that would be great. Yep, yeah, and I 
I do feel like the Brewers weren't, this wasn't about cost savings, which I know is how it's going to feel because they didn't get a bat. If they'd gotten a bat that we were excited about, then people would be able to look at it as like, hey, you know what? The bullpen stuff they got back might be just as good this year, and they got stuff for the future, and they improved their lineup, and Devin Williams should be able to close or figure it out, and we'll get through the seventh and eighth innings with what we have. I feel like that's where, where it fell flat, was people just feeling like, all right, like, sure, maybe we could pull this off with our pitching, but, like, is our, like, you know, having seen what the lineup did against the Braves last year, the Dodgers the year before, it's like, all right, do we really think we can win playoff games with this lineup? No, I I don't need, I don't need Mookie Betts. I would have been fine with Brian Reynolds. Like, we, we could have given, like, a seventh top ten and, you know, maybe, like, a 15th prospect at Brian Reynolds from the Pirates. Like, we didn't have to make big splashes, any splash at all. We missed the pool. It was completely and utterly like a a cop-out for the year. There will come a time where we need to rebuild and we won't be able to afford Corbin Burns, and then we can send him and just restock the farm system. This wasn't that time. We have a big three like the Braves had in the 90s, and they needed to make a move. I kind of want a a change. I think we've outgrown so when Kyle and I played football together in college and we made the playoffs for the first time since the 80s, we made a, we made a much bigger splash and we had no chance. This, this is not it. That's a good point. Thanks, Lucas. That is a great, I mean, it's a great point on Corbin Burns. I think that is a great point. Like there will be other opportunities potentially to refresh the farm system if you get to a point with someone and this was a year that they had a chance to win. Again, I still don't I didn't trust Josh Hader for some reason. That that's why I'm deep down and there's no valid reason other than the last 3 weeks to say that or the game against the Nationals. I did not trust Josh Hader in a big spot. I I I actually think what they got back was was fine even for this year. I just, as I said, if you got bats back, it wouldn't feel like a salary dump the way this did. And I'm not saying the whole league just figured him out because he's been bad for three weeks. I just. I just had that feeling, which I can't totally describe. I will tell you that Polaro's picks are coming up next. It's Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. This is Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin on ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. It's that time. Yes, it's finally here. Craig makes his picks of the week. You can bet the house on it. Picks of the week on Sunday Karma with Craig Karmazin. Presented by Palermo's Pizza, Wisconsin's hometown pizza. Can't wait to see what happens next. On ESPN Wisconsin and WisconsinOnDemand.com. Before we get to the... Palermo's picks. I'll give you a chance to knock out the final two. Uh, oh, by the way, Greg uh, texts in, texts in, uh, which I think is uh, a fair point. World Series must have World Series to justify trading most dominant closer in franchise history. Could have waited. This man wasn't bringing us a World Series now. That's my whole thing. Is we're not winning one now with them. Now he wins one with the Padres. It's a little bit yeah. different. Yeah. That's, that, that's what I, that's yeah. what it makes it. For me. All right. So we are the 7-11 most saves in the last since 2017. Number one, Kenley Jansen. Number two, Edwin Diaz. Number three, we did not have number three. Number three is 
Who's the who was the closer for the uh, Minnesota Twins? So number three is has been was the Reds closer. The Reds closer. Who went to the Angels and closed thirty four for them last year? Come on now, the Angels are garbage. The Reds are garbage. Then went uh, this year at the trade deadline. Just got traded from the Angels to the Braves. Um, not ringing a bell. Razel Iglesias. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 My yeah. guy Ray. No, 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 Ray no, no, Ray. no. I, I've seen, no, I've yeah, seen him Pookie with the and Ray Ray. No, I've, I've seen him with the with the Reds. He, he light skin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, told you. Yeah, I see you, Ray Ray. Yeah, Ray. I don't know if you go by. He, he's a he's 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 an islander. I don't know if you go by Ray Ray. Nah, he's from yeah, he's from Cuba. Yeah, see, yeah, see. He don't know Pookie and Ray. Says so just know in Cuba. They don't yeah, know about no, Pookie no, and Ray no, Ray. No, they don't have Pookies and Ray Rays there. Okay, they got different folks. In Cuba. I've been to Cuba. I've seen. They got different folks there. You have. Yeah, twenty seventeen. What were you going to try to find the Brewers? Uh, I was out there <laughs> recruiting, try to find a bat. Yeah, I was trying or to find a trying, bat. All right, were you trying to find Marquette uh, a bat? What, what, what were you out there in Cuba? <laughs> I had I got a friend whose uh, whose parents are from Cuba. I so. bet you do. Wow, how about that? You just peel off the onion. Yeah, Kyle, it was man. in Cuba. All right, how about uh, all right? So we got Razel number three, Craig Kimball number four, Araldis Chapman number five. And our number six closer since 2017, you knew him as the closer for the Cleveland baseball team. Um, then, and he, by the way, he, had, he, I guess he had 34 for him one year. Then he, in 21, he got traded from there to the Nationals and then got traded to the, and then pitched on the Blue Jays and the Mets all in 2021. Pitched for the four teams this year. He uh, is pitching for the Phillies, where he has four saves. Who is this? He doesn't uh, come to mind? No. His name, Brad Hand. Oh, yeah, I remember Brad Hand. Oh, here, yeah. Okay, here's another thing. How many saves did he have? So all these guys, what was the most saves they had in the season? 34. 34. So the guy we just traded for in Taylor Rogers currently has 28 saves so far this year. Yep. 28! Now, by the way, um, we said... Uh, Forget the save number. Josh Hader has a minus one wins above replacement this year. Um, do you know what Taylor Rogers wins above replacement is? Plus one. Minus one. Oh, also. there it is. Even trade. <laughs> Actually, uh, Hader with his uh, outing against the Padres is now up to plus one. But, uh, I mean, pretty much the same uh, the same pitcher this year. Hater and uh, and Rogers, as uh, as you point out there. All right, uh, we said it is time for our Palermo's picks as we get out. And Palermo's picks are brought to us by Palermo's Pizza. They are Wisconsin's hometown pizza for over fifty five years. The primo thin is what I'm going with today. I'm just uh, been a little bit of a rough week uh, eating wise, so. Doesn't mean you can't have pizza. That's the beauty of Palermo's. They have theirs for anything, whether it's Connie's Urban Pie, Screaming Sicilian, the Palermo's neighborhood. That Primo Thin will hit the spot today. Oh, I don't do a little, I'll do a little, ooh, do I do a pepperoni? I have, I have a pepperoni and a sausage uh, Primo Thin, but I'll hit one of those today. Love Palermo's pizza. Love what they do for our uh, community. Love that they are Wisconsin based. I saw something. I, maybe I was dreaming about Palermo's pizza, but I saw something that they have three new topics. Flavors for some of their pizzas. Is that true, Craig? 
I don't know. Did you see that? No, I think you must have been dreaming. No, I, I, I think I saw that they have three new types of pieces that they're that they're serving up. I'm pretty sure I saw it, and I got very, very hungry. Wait, can three? I can I try to guess them, or do you not know them? Um, I, well, I thought it was like an extra. Maybe it was an old. Maybe it was an old article, but it was. I just saw it was. <laughs> it was. It was a whole bunch of extra Italian sausages, and it was. I don't know. I'm gonna have to find that. But You're I'm starting to dream about Palermo's, which is uh, yes. there, there could be worse things to dream about. That is factual. I, I would say that is factual. Do you know about Surfer Boy Pizza? No. You haven't been to Surfer Boy Pizza? No, I haven't. That's because it's in the movie. Uh, it's in the show Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Yes, no, that makes sense. You're not gonna hit it. You're still not gonna hit Stranger Things. I, I listen. I started watching the the El Capin uh, show with Derek Jeter, and yep. I'm learning a lot about Derek Jeter. I, I haven't right. seen it all the way through. How I've many seen episodes? bits and pieces. I've seen two different episodes, Wait, but I didn't watch what are you the whole. Watching in Spanish? It, no, it was on ESPN, and so I was watching that going back and forth, and it was it was it was decent. It was the one where he was talking about his beef with Alex Rodriguez, and then I forgot the other one. I I, I probably watched it combined, maybe. 45 minutes of two different episodes. Come on, though. It is good. I don't, have, just, I don't have access to ESPN Plus, but I'm going to watch it. It's do very I have good. Do I get you access to ESPN Plus the way I got you access to Disney Plus? I'll uh, give you the whole bundle now? Maybe. I'm actually, I'm very interested in watching it. Okay, but you're calling it the El Capitan. Like, it's just called the El, Captain. El Cap... I don't know. Okay. I, I don't think Jeter's Hispanic. Uh, no, he's, he's black and white. Exactly. I, you know, that's very clearly talked about <laughs> in the show. But he could pass. Yeah. He could definitely pass. That's actually talked about in the show. They talk about everything. Uh, episode 7 is coming up. Whew, so that is my pick. Palermo's pick this week is not just watch episode 7 of The Captain, but make sure you go back and uh, watch episodes 1 through 6 on uh, ESPN Plus or uh, however you consume your ESPN. Uh, and Kyle, I'll, I'll hit you up with that, that little password if you need it. It's, wor- it's worth it. Okay, um, I, I think I can find some time. Yeah, it is worth it. Uh, it is worth it. And, uh, you know, as we said, uh, we opened with uh, passing of Vince Scully, really, really uh, an opportunity to celebrate not only Vince Scully, but Bob Eucher, uh, that uh, we have the luxury for 50 plus years of listening to on uh, WTMJ uh, and the Brewers Radio Network. Brewers are in action again today, and the Brewers. Uh, they need, uh, I, you don't want to call it a must win, but you don't want to lose, get swept by the Pirates and then lose a series to the Reds. So uh, absolutely a monster game, especially when you have Corbin Burns pitching against a guy that you probably never heard of, right? So Brewers got to get it done uh, today, and uh, hopefully the Yankees get it done uh, against the Cardinals and put the Brewers at least back into a first-place tie going into next week. Big thanks to uh, Jason Wilde who joined us today and everybody who was a part of it as always. You should remember, stay healthy, stay together, survive today, thrive tomorrow. Don't settle. You've been listening to Sunday Karma, ESPN Wisconsin. Kyle, send us out. (laughs) This is ESPN Wisconsin and ESPNWisconsin.com.